1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
2: you're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ what's up good to be with you on this uh what are we on a tuesday Is it Tuesday? Tuesday afternoon. It is a Tuesday afternoon, and uh, I am going to, as the uh, chairman of the board, put into vote that we do Terrible Joke Tuesday at 345 this afternoon.
0: Uh, As the only other board member present, I second and therefore confirm uh, said motion.
2: Michael Mackey will be joining us in the 3 o'clock hour of the program today. Dana is off today. She'll be with us the rest of the week, Uh, but this is a travel day, as many of you know. Uh, she and Sam held down the fort uh, for well over a month. Well, somebody on this program was at a resort in South Kansas City. Wonderful place. Lovely. I actually do miss it.
0: The uniformity of it. Yeah. Yeah. I can and see that. And my, I mean, f- and my, f- is- and my friends. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I miss this the schedule. I miss my friends. Um, some of whom are coming over to the house on Sunday. Oh, yeah. a little football we're, action. We're, we are getting together. Well, that will be nice. Uh, anybody who says your friends in rehab do not remain your friends is a liar. Um I feel like
0: that's up to you, those
2: people. Yeah. Uh, so I think we've got, um, won't name names, of course. Uh, one, two, three. Got at least five people coming over on Sunday. Well, good. That'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. It'll be fun. Sit around, watch watch a football game and... Uh, so we got the chiefs and Baltimore Ravens at two o'clock. And then we have the San Francisco 49ers and Detroit lions at five 30.
0: And honestly, I don't know which matchup is more exciting.
2: Dare I say, um, of course I want the chiefs to win the whole thing. Obviously. I yeah. mean, Duh. I mean, give me a break, but if Detroit went and took the whole enchilada, I don't think I would be that upset. If I have
0: my way, if I have my wishes, it will be Detroit and the Chiefs in the Super
2: Bowl. Ooh, which would be both road teams.
0: Yeah. Yes, that would be both of the underdogs going into the right. AFC that's and right. NFC I mean, championships. So, yeah. so you,
2: you would need both underdogs to win for your scenario to work. But the
0: word around uh, the old Instagram and the sports world, and granted, my algorithms are biased because I live in Kansas City and I happen to be a person who posts about the Chiefs a lot, that the AFC championship game is going to be the most entertaining game of oh. all of the rest of the playoff games. Did
2: you see how many people tuned in for the Chiefs game last weekend? I did not. Are the numbers out? 43 million people. Ooh, that 26 or 23 or whatever that number was,
0: million on Peacock, doesn't look so big now, 40, does it?
2: 43 million people. Tuned in to watch the Buffalo Bills Chiefs game on Sunday. That is crazy. That means 43
0: million people saw Tyler Bass's worst moment in his life. Well,
2: but, but you know what that also says? One out of every seven. I mean, if you ever needed a gauge on how the NFL has completely taken over this country, okay? Yeah. Two relatively, I mean, let's be honest Kansas City's a mid market team at best, Buffalo is a small market team. A small market team and a mid-market team draw 43 million Americans. Now, you can't take away the power of
0: having Taylor Swift in those stands.
2: No, not necessarily. But but do you really think that that's the majority of the people tuning in? Is,
0: I don't think uh, it's a majority, for, no, no. But I, I'm sure that there were a lot of folks out there who maybe aren't the biggest NFL fans who had a daughter who said,
2: hey, we might see Taylor Swift. Can we turn the game on? But 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 you know what? Probably a daughter of a dad who was already going to be tuned into the game anyway. True. Very true.
0: It's crazy, yeah. I, uh, I'm i looking forward one, to uh, one, this coming Sunday.
2: One out of every seven Americans was tuned into a Kansas City Chiefs-Buffalo Bills football
0: game. I'll be interested to see what the numbers are uh, next week after Sunday's matchups because the Ravens and the Chiefs is going to be a massive game, and I think uh, the underdogs, the Detroit Lions, have the entire nation behind them right now. Obviously, if you're a Niners fan and you've been a Niners fan your entire life, you're probably rooting for the 49ers than anybody else.
2: And I'm torn on that one because I love this Brock Purdy kid and his little Cinderella story. Mr. Irrelevant. Right? I I love his little Cinderella story. But let's be honest. The 49ers have won a Super Bowl or two. (laughs) Just a couple. (laughs) Yeah. maybe, Maybe five or six. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Detroit has never even been to the Super Bowl.
0: Now, there is a great point from the text line. Uh, I had mentioned Taylor Swift being in the stands. If Jason Kelsey is not in the stands on Sunday, we got a problem. Because we need our number one hype man.
2: Okay, simmer down. We need him. <laughs> our He number took the one, internet by storm. Number one hype man. Nothing
0: made me laugh harder <laughs> than when they cut up to that box, probably with the intent to show Taylor Swift. And instead, you just saw... Grizzly bear, bear chest, Jason Kelsey. Well,
2: and uh, did you see the 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 young girl that he lifted up to, who was a big Taylor Swift fan? Yeah, she had a sign, and and he lifted her up so that
0: yeah, she, they, Taylor they could, could see. see each other. Mm-hmm.
2: She was on the Today Show. Oh, know? really? Yes,
0: adorable. Uh, what did her sign say? I didn't ever get to see the um,
2: sign. Oh, gosh dang it! Um, I knew you would ask me that. I, I can't remember. It was something like first game, hi Taylor, or something like that.
0: Either way, that's so special. Yeah,
2: and uh, yeah, it was super sweet. And then she had on all of these uh, uh, Taylor Swift friendship bracelets and she exchanged all of them with cast members on the Today Show.
0: Oh, I guess she was just kind of standing by him while he was down outside of the booth doing his thing, chugging his beer. Uh, And he saw the sign and said, here, let's show Taylor. And that's when he picked her up.
2: Okay. Uh, Could he be more perfect? uh, No, could he be more drunk that day?
0: Well, I
2: mean, he, he was waste
0: I saw a post and I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, it it claimed that somebody asked him after their Eagles parade uh, whether or not he remembered his speech at the Eagles Parade no uh, he claims, according to this post that Kelsey told him he was ten beers deep and he called <laughs> it I don't know, I was a five drunk okay, sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure you were. That Means a seven no, or eight,
2: he's great. He's no, great. he's awesome. And 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 you know what? So, what if on Sunday afternoon he's in a suite without his shirt on, cheering on his brother, and he's wasted? No, I love it. Who cares? Yeah, he's retired. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: maybe well, who knows?
2: Yeah, but who cares? Yeah, oh, uh, went to uh Lawrence last night. Yeah, that, that was, was a, oh, a, a nail biter.
0: I, I'm a big Jayhawks fan, and uh, that was not Jayhawk basketball. No, that was not their best game. It was not. They was, pulled out the win. Yep,
2: but yep, but not their best game. We're not a
0: sports station, so I won't break it down. Uh, but Cap- I was I, yelling I, at the TV a lot. I,
2: I I saw Kathleen Sebelius there last night. Yeah, how was that? Former governor. Did you say hello? No. No. Oh. Uh, Rob Riggle was there. Uh, Wayne Simeon was there.
0: The two major hopefuls that we've already mentioned their name twice: Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift were did, not. Did in not see
2: them. No. Uh, knew exactly where their seats would have been, and those seats remained empty all night.
0: Really? Yep. They set aside a couple of mm-hmm. seats for him, too. Yep. Wow.
2: And, and I, I thought he would show up because he went to the – didn't he go to the University of Cincinnati?
0: Uh, he did, He yes. played there, right? So the odds of them showing up at that game were yeah. the greatest. I, uh, that's what I thought. Word around Swifty Nation, because my girlfriend shows me all of these videos, is that they didn't get back into Kansas City until 230 uh, that morning yesterday morning okay. and so they decided to just chill out last night instead of go to the game but
2: we pulled out just the win netflix and chill whatever yeah whatever rich billionaires do <laughs> quick break 913-586-7798 michael Mackey coming in at three o'clock filling in today for dana right she is back tomorrow here on dana and parks All right, welcome back. We'll be doing Terrible Joke Tuesday coming your way right at 345 this afternoon.
0: Uh, So you had mentioned last segment the number of viewers that had their eyes on the Chiefs divisional game against the Bills on Sunday. 43 million, yeah. Uh, I'm actually seeing a little bit larger number than that. CBS saying that it was 50.393 million, and that would make it the largest divisional game, the largest viewership for a divisional game in NFL history. Wow, that
2: is whew. isn't that incredible? Yeah, isn't that incredible? And, and then, so everybody who's who's crying crazy over NBC wanting to move these these NFL playoff games over to Peacock, now you know why. Because there is a gigantic, gigantic audience for NFL football.
0: Well, not to mention, if you can get all of those viewers who are watching on the typical means of watching it to sign up, your ad value goes up exponentially. Uh, That's
2: right. Um, Story here from uh, Fox 4. Uh, New census data shows the average American household is spending roughly $270 a week on groceries or more than $1,000 a month. Wow I'm Not surprised. Wow And in Florida it's even more expensive with people there spending290 dollars a week or 331 dollars if they have kids. In fact, Florida is the fifth most expensive state to buy groceries. Uh, says Aaron Horn, mother of five. I have triplets. I have a four-year-old, a seven-year-old who are at school right now. It's insane. Horn saves money with grocery delivery. This is an interesting point uh, in this story. Listen to this. She actually saves money on her grocery bill by doing grocery delivery. That yeah, is, I'm not really sure how that works out. That's a free perk with her with her credit card.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha.
2: And, and so she argues, and, and I think she's got a good point. If I order from home, you know, I need three bananas. I need a pound of beef. I need, you know. Two gallons of milk, whatever. Uh, needs some yogurt.
0: Loaf of bread. If, yeah.
2: if she orders from home, it keeps her from buying the extra stuff she normally would buy.
0: I have heard that about being a perk about doing Instacart where you can just reload the exact order that you had from the previous week and you're not tempted to buy anything mm-hmm. extra. Mm-hmm. But I'm not surprised by that number at all. I only buy groceries for myself uh, and I spend anywhere from 90 to $120 a week on my own now granted i eat a lot i'm a big person uh but that has gone up exponentially in the last four or five years i used to average and
2: you bring your your uh lunch to work most days don't you i
0: eat the same breakfast every single morning i eat the same lunch every single day
2: and Uh, you bring it into work
0: i do you You don't
2: don't, you don't stop at mcdonald's or
0: i chick-fil-a most of the time i don't eat out because it's not feasibly responsible for me to do feasibly fiscally responsible for me.
2: And, and you would argue you you drop probably 90 dollars a week uh, i just
0: so uh this was a bigger week because i had to get some extra protein to stock up the freezer uh, it was 128 dollars.
2: now are you buying good food
0: i buy define good food
2: uh, on the outside not the aisle
0: uh, i buy the cheapest stuff i can find i am a price per ounce type of guy. I will stand there in the grocery store and do the math in my head to decide if it's a better deal or not. Nerd. I know. Okay. It's a little excessive, but it's a good way to save
2: money. A story here from the New York Post. A Christian school teacher has been charged with attempted murder for allegedly poisoning her husband while she was having an affair after he set up a hidden camera that captured her adding a toxic plant into his smoothie. Mm Mm-mm.
0: Out of Jeff City, too.
2: Yeah. Sarah Sheffer, 37 years old, an art and design teacher at Calvary Lutheran High School in Jefferson County, Missouri, was charged last week with first-degree domestic assault after her husband told police he was ill for six weeks. She has since been charged with first-degree attempted murder. Ooh. An armed criminal action. Good. Yeah, so this was
0: some kind of root that she was putting in there that, uh, when blended up, becomes poisonous. Uh, And he had said that she makes him smoothies often, and there had been a couple of occasions where they had tasted bitter, uh, and that's when he noticed the side effects after the fact.
2: Sheffer denied adding anything into the smoothie, so her husband installed a surveillance camera in the kitchen, where on January 16th, he observed a bag labeled Lily of the Valley on the table. Sheffer admitted to adding a root of the plant into a blender while preparing the smoothie for her husband. Mhm. Mhm.
0: I mean obviously it's not that poisonous because it happened on multiple occasions allegedly.
2: All parts of lily of the valley contain cardiac glycosides which slow down the heart and cause irregular rhythms. Okay. Sheffer said she is in a relationship with somebody who is in Pakistan. Oh, my gosh. And has conducted Google
0: searches for flights to Pakistan. Got to bury the lead on that one, didn't you? Has she sent any money over to Pakistan uh, in the process?
2: Maybe Is he hers in Christ? Maybe some some gift cards? Uh, Calvary Lutheran High School said it was notified by police uh, this week regarding a criminal matter pertaining to an employee who is now on leave. I mean, but that takes the whole out overseas, I'm going to scam
0: you out of your money scam to a whole new level. Because I wonder did this Pakistanian
2: Pakistani? lover,
0: Pakistani lover, pa- pa- Pakistanite, whether they exist or not, which something tells me they don't. I mean, I'm sure it's a real person,
2: but I'm they're not who they are claiming to be. Uh, why, why would you even say that? What? How disrespectful to their relationship.
0: I mean, she tried to poison her husband, allegedly, eight times.
2: I, I am sure that this man in Pakistan is exactly who he says Maybe he is. he
0: is. He is. But it's going to be interesting to find out whether or not there are any communications between the two where he may or may not have suggested. Hey, there's this nice route called Lily of the Valley, because I had never heard of Lily of the Valley before.
2: I don't know. Your, your partner in Christ.
0: Have you ever noticed that those scam emails always have way too many greetings? Hello, how are you? Have a great afternoon. Yes. I'd like to talk to you today. And I'm like, what? Shalom. Shalom. (laughs) Yeah. What? You pulled the thesaurus out or? (laughs) Come on. Guten tag. What? What is going on? But what is it with teachers in the state of Missouri? I don't know. I mean, teachers are amazing and they're saints and I love everything they do. But we've had two teachers now caught with OnlyFans accounts in the state of Missouri.
2: Let me me give all of you a little bit of free, unsolicited advice. If your wife ever wants to make a smoothie for you, the answer is no. But thank you. I appreciate that.
0: I mean, I feel like that's a bit of a leap, but if you felt sick one of the times, I don't know if I'd be taking the smoothie the other seven. Not in my world. (laughs) Just go make your own smoothie.
2: In my world, I would just make my own smoothie.
0: Oh, somebody says that the Lily of the Valley plant was featured in the Breaking Bad. I have to go back and try to find that. I did not
2: know that. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. Michael Mackey will be joining us right after the 3 o'clock news. We will be doing Terrible Joke Tuesday at 345 this afternoon. Here on Dana and Parks, Dana returns tomorrow.
1: Minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without autopay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com. All-Star closer Kenley Jansen we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
2: Lily of the Valley by Queen. Turns out it's a deadly plant when mixed into a smoothie. A uh, Christian school teacher has been charged with attempted murder, uh, Jefferson County, Missouri, for allegedly trying to poison her husband while she was having an affair after he set up a hidden camera that captured her adding Lily of the Valley, a toxic plant, into his smoothies. Sarah Sheffer, 37 years old charged last week with first-degree domestic assault, now first-degree attempted murder and armed criminal action. Uh, She was allegedly having an affair with a guy in Pakistan. Now, something tells me this was an emotional affair. Uh, One would assume.
0: Because it doesn't really add up that they've ever met in person if she was just simply Googling flights to Pakistan.
2: So, says here, Sheffer said that she was in a relationship with someone who lives in Pakistan and had conducted Google searches for flights to Pakistan. Okay. Uh, 913-586-7798. Dave in Liberty. Dave, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, Scott. Hey, Sam. Just spitballing here, but we know how those emotional affairs of the heart work out, especially if
0: it's a possible Pakistani country western singer, much like the young lady a couple weeks ago that – Was trying to kill her husband, wasn't she? Before she gave all her money to the country western singer, supposedly, that she had met online. Or was it a soap opera guy? It was a soap opera star. You're talking about 62-year-old Roxanne Doucet, or D-O-U-C-E-T-T-E, out of Massachusetts. She is suspected of poisoning her husband with tainted soup because a soap opera star online told her that
2: she needed to get rid of him. And the soap, Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> hang on, Dave. And the alleged soap opera star was from Pakistan?
0: Uh, no, it does not mention here whether or not they were from Pakistan. Okay. Uh, however, I guarantee you the scammer that she was uh, conversing with on the interwebs was not actually Thorsten K. from The Bold
2: and the Beautiful. That's right. That's right. The Bold and the Beautiful. That's right.
0: Yeah, I was just spitballing. I just figured there's always a chance... That he could have been a Pakistani soap opera star. Okay. Okay, Dave. <laughs> be good, brother. <laughs> bye bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. He may <laughs> be onto something, you know? Might be a different <laughs> identity that this Pakistani is now okay.
2: Okay. portraying. I don't know. A uh, story here from CBS News Award winning journalist Charles Osgood, who anchored the CBS Sunday morning news for 22 years and was host of the long running radio program The Osgood File has died today at the age of 91 at his home in New Jersey. Uh, The cause of death was dementia. Uh, Osgood, who was brilliant. Uh, If if you've been a listener of this radio station for any length of time, you know that when we used to do the morning news, uh, we used to run the Osgood files on the morning news. He was brilliant. Uh, Osgood, a gifted news writer, poet, and author, Spent 45 years at CBS News before retiring in September of 2016. Began anchoring the CBS Sunday Morning in 1994. And during his run of the show, it reached its highest ratings levels in three decades and three times. He earned the Daytime Emmy for Outstanding Morning Program.
0: A fifty-year
2: career. He, he was. He was. We we used to run his Osgood file on uh, Kansas City's morning news years ago when I was the news director, and there, there there were times where, you know, every year, every two years, you would evaluate what what are we doing on the morning show, uh, what do we like, what do we not like, what do we want to keep, what do we want to lose.
0: You rebuild the clock. Yeah, yeah. sure. A- Inside baseball term.
2: There 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 were times where we would have these meetings and it would be floated maybe we get rid of the osgood file and i was always i was i would always jump in and say absolutely not i i i thought he was brilliant gifted writer wonderful voice can can you find some uh, Charles Osgood? Yeah, I'll see what I can find. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it says here that he did the Osgood file for forty six years. Yeah, it would be broadcast up to four times a day, five days a week. Mm-hmm. Typically, it rhymed. There was some sort of rhyming. Yeah, he was he was he,
2: he was very poetic and with with the Osgood file. Do you remember how he would always sign off?
0: Every uh, time he signed off um, the same way.
2: Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Tell me, what did he say?
0: I'll see you on the radio. That's right. Which, of course, was in reference to the fact that he also did TV work. Of course. To where you could actually see him.
2: See see, see if you can find an old Osgood file. I mean, they they were really well done. I mean, it was almost like, uh, it reminded me a lot of Paul Paul Harvey. And when he would do his little uh, news clips. Paul Harvey. Good day. Good day. Uh
0: Dan just said that he pulled something up. Here it is. See see what we've got here. Okay.
1: This is Charles Osgood, ABC New York with the latest news from ABC Radio. In the top of the news, a sniper in Austin, and a reporter tells what happened. Details in a moment. Well, that was brief.
2: That's it. Thanks, Dan.
0: Uh, this is from CBS New York uh, when he was on WCBS 880. We've had some
1: pretty fine broadcasters walking halls of this building, and I got to know some of them. Some of them and some. Oh, sorry. This is the final
0: Osgood file. My apologies. Okay.
1: All right. Times. In fact, almost every day, I learned something from, from them, from the Walter Cronkite and, and Charles Coralt and who sometimes you know, just made suggestions to me about what I, had, how I could make my work better.
2: The 84-year-old Osgood announced mm. last week he was ending his beloved daily radio feature due to health reasons. That's too bad. Uh, Osgood's love of poetry and of music were on display on Sunday morning on CBS whether it was with his uh, playful prose or playing Christmas carols on the piano during the show's holiday broadcasts. Okay. A real legend. Yeah, he was. Tr- he truly was. He was a legend. Uh, the Oscar nominee nominations are out. Uh, Best Picture. American Fiction. Never heard of it. Anatomy of a Fall. Never heard of it. I've heard of that one. Barbie. Barbie. The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest.
0: I've been really interested in watching The Killers of the Flower Moon, but I have not had a chance to see it yet. I also have not seen Oppenheimer yet.
2: I I have not seen a single one of those movies. Really? No.
0: Well, I mean, Top Gun Maverick's out, so... What else is there to well, watch? That was the year before. I know. <laughs> uh,
2: Best Actress, Annette Bening, uh Lily Gladstone, Sandra Hewler, Carrie Mulligan, and Emma Stone. Best Actor, Bradley Cooper, Coleman Domingo, Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy, and Jeffrey Wright. I would be surprised if Cillian
0: Murphy did not win. For Oppenheimer? He, yeah, he has swept uh, a lot of the... Awards just simply because of his performance in Oppenheimer.
2: Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, Sam, I'm embarrassed. I, I'm looking through this entire list. I have never seen any of these movies. Any of them. You got to step up your movie-watching game.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, I have no desire to see Barbie, but definitely Oppenheimer. Uh, I didn't mention Napoleon. That's under Best Costume
2: Design. Man, where have I been for the last year? Oh, wait. <laughs> A little busy. A little busy. <laughs> Quick break. Uh, Michael Mackey will be joining us right after the 3 o'clock news, and we will be doing terrible jokes at 345 this afternoon here on Dana and Parks. Ow! Story here from NBC News. The CEO of Alaska Airlines said new in-house inspections of the carrier's 737 MAX 9 planes revealed many of the aircraft, many of the aircraft were found to have loose bolts. That's great. In an exclusive interview with NBC News, Alaska Airlines CEO Ben Minacucci discussed the findings of his company's inspection so far since the January 5th incident, which a panel on one of its MAX 9 jets blew out in midair. We're going to call that an incident, okay? During a flight carrying 177 people. Uh, says Minakuchi, I am more than frustrated and disappointed. I am angry. This happened to Alaska Airlines. It happened to our guests. Stop calling us guests, by the way. It happened to our people. And my demand on Boeing is what are they going to do to improve their quality program in-house. Doesn't look good. It has not been a good couple of years for Boeing. You found, quote, many bolts on many airlines that were loose. Well, did
0: did you see that there was another? I can't find it. It's in the stack somewhere. But there was another plane that was grounded because passengers on the plane were looking out the window at the wing and noticed that, like, five or six... Bolt holes were just empty. What? Yeah. There were supposed to be bolts in there, but there weren't. Oh, here it is. And it was the part where they, you know, the bolts Hang on. attached the plane to the wing, which is an important
2: part of the plane. Listen, listen uh, here it is. A story from the New York Post. A New York bound Virgin Atlantic flight was canceled just moments before takeoff last week when an alarmed passenger said he spotted several screws missing from the plane's wing. Phil Hardy, 41, was on board flight VS-127 at Manchester Airport in the UK on January 15th when he noticed four missing screws during a safety briefing for passengers and decided to alert the cabin crew. Quoting here from Hardy, I'm a good flyer, but my partner was not loving the information I was telling her and was starting to panic, and I was trying to put her mind at rest as much as I could. I thought it was best to mention it to a flight attendant to be on the safe side. Engineers promptly called out to carry out maintenance checks on the Airbus A330 uh, before its scheduled takeoff to JFK in New York.
0: Yeah, because nothing settles concerns like a couple of guys in a bucket lift. This guy's zooming in on the lack of screws with his cell phone to take a picture.
2: As they're (laughs) literally using a screwdriver. To put screws into the wing. It'll be fine, guys. Everything's fine. Ain't, ain't nothing to see here.
0: Now, I get that they have to take these parts off every once in a while, but I made this The mention. wing? Well, you know, you got to take certain parts of it off for maintenance or whatever. I'm not really sure. Really? Yeah. But I, I mentioned this uh, with the whole door plug situation. Why are we not using Loctite to keep these bolts in place? We have ways to make sure that a bolt will go in and never come out or pretty much never come out. Why aren't we doing that? We're just tightening them and saying, "Oh, well, good luck. Go fly." Yeah, yeah. why why wouldn't they just be bolted in and then like um Now, somebody had mentioned that maybe they want to sell the plane at some point, so they want to make sure that those bolts will come back out, and they can then, you know, if the future airline wants to add more seats. Because everybody
2: wants to take a wing off of a plane?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I've never understood the reasoning behind making it so easy to take those apart, but when you do that, you then run the risk of those bolts and screws jiggling to the point that they're no longer where they're supposed to be. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's an
0: imperfect world.
2: Screws fall out all the time. They do, they do. What do you want us to do about it? Uh, a Seattle. This is from ABC News. Uh, man, you know there there are some messed up people in this world. Uh, a Seattle man was arrested for loitering outside of Taylor Swift's Tribeca home in New York City for the second time in three days. <sighs> David Crow, who is 33 years old, charged with two counts of harassment and stalking after he was picked up near the New York City building just after 6:15 last night. Crow was first spotted outside the Franklin Street home by a member of Swift's security team at around 3 o'clock. He appeared to be wandering outside, but did not try to enter the house. Security called police, who saw him harass multiple people on the street nearby about three hours later, and then he was taken into custody. Swift was not at home at the time. She had flown to New York City from Buffalo on Sunday night, but left on Monday for Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Yeah, I don't understand the whole stalker thing. I think it would be hard to understand it unless you partake in those activities yourself.
2: He he is one of many offenders who have hung around Swift's property over the years.
0: But I I understand that she's a big name, and some people find themselves obsessed with certain people, and I I think it would
2: be cheaper to
0: buy a uh, ticket to the game so that you can see her
2: in the suite. Yeah, I I guess this is why I, I struggle trying to understand insanity even though sometimes I would argue I am. What are you trying to achieve walking outside of her Tribeca apartment?
0: Yeah, they're obviously not in their right mind if they think that this is the best approach to, I don't know, catch a glimpse of Taylor
2: Swift. Uh, you're you're surely not trying to start a relationship. But much because like nothing says, man, I've got to have you like you're stalking me outside of my apartment. Right. Much
0: like uh, Dana when she walks up to Tech Nine to ask for a picture and she says, I'm not crazy as her first sentence, standing outside somebody's apartment and getting arrested three different times
2: is Fair? pretty much the equivalent. It is a name that has become almost synonymous with professional wrestling, but its bearer, Dwayne Johnson has never legally owned the name The Rock. What? I did not know that. I always thought he was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. This change is now under a new agreement with the WWE, under which Johnson will also join the board of TKO Group, which houses the WWE and UFC. The Rock is a name derived from Johnson's father, WWE Hall of Famer Rocky Johnson who was the first black champion in WWE history. Uh, Johnson, in an interview with CNBC, would not discuss the financial value of the deal with the WWE, but said the name The Rock means a lot to him personally. Well, yeah, it's who he is. I am
0: dumbfounded right now. (coughs) Why? (coughs) Because, one, why is he not capitalizing on that? I mean, he could be selling... Endless merch with the name The Rock, and since he doesn't have any legal right to it, anybody else could too. Well, he does now. Oh,
2: okay, he does now. Gotcha. But he did not until this new agreement with the WWE.
0: Oh, because they the WWE had previously given that name to his father. Is that how I'm reading? No, that?
2: no, that's no, that's not the way I read it. it okay, it, it, the way I read it was that his dad was Rocky Johnson, right? Right, WWE champion, WWF back then, um, and he just assumed the name Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But for whatever reason, he, either he didn't trademark it, or the WWE trademarked it before he could.
0: Does that make sense? It does, and that now makes sense. And now, how and he now got he, got a he big says, win. and
2: now he's saying to the WWE, "I want the name."
0: Right. You want me to keep you, you guys, your stuff? Yeah, you I'd like my name? Yeah,
2: you guys you guys technically own the name Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not unlike KMBZ owns the name Scott Parks, owns the name Danon Parks. And then we would go to them and say, "No, I want my name back." When they and they, and they could say, "No, screw you," or they could say, "Well, yeah, all right, fine." Well, he, well good for
0: the Rock. Not that he needs up, a, a bigger empire, but they own your name. Yes. So oh. my
2: contract. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you just sip? What the heck <laughs> was that? Oh, I'm just having a little coffee. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it's it's warm. Cooling it off. <laughs> okay, uh, we don't need to hear it again. We're good. Dan Weinbaum has the news coming up. In two minutes. Michael Mackey joining us on the other side of the news. Terrible Joke Tuesday coming your way at 345 this afternoon here on Dana and Parks. We'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?